What is situational leadership and how does learning agility come into play for leaders? This is the topic that we're tackling today with our guest, Ms. Varenton, or as we call her here at SEAC, Polly. She's a senior consultant here at SEAC with a fascinating depth of experience in leadership, coaching, change management, and implementation of strategy. This background really plays into her passion for delivering complex ideas in their most understandable form. Polly, thanks for being here with me today. Hi, thank you for having me here today as well. Now, I'm really excited because I love to talk about these leadership models. I'm a sucker for a framework. Anytime there's a solid framework that can be put in place, I love it. Yeah. So I want to I want to dive right into this, and I know you have so much experience. You you've been at this for a little while, so in your experience, you know, meeting with clients, working with like some of the biggest companies in Thailand, what's the biggest challenge that leaders in organizations have today? Um, normally, when I meet with my customer, uh, they told me the pain point is. Uh, their line, line manager or their leaders normally is um, they are good at uh, the functional things like they're good at their job. Don't tell them about anything uh, when they work because they know they know what what they need to do mm-hmm. exactly and right away and they perform very best. But the things that um, is the pain point of the company is um, normally their leaders know less about how what their people want to do and it's hard for them to understand what their people want and normally um, they have like typical way to to lead their people like directing ordering commanding and um, because of that so the the understanding of their people or empathizing with their people is less uh, mm. so it's a bit hard for the relationship to to build it up t- mm. Also about the trust is a, li- a little bit hard for them to 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 make with their people. Yeah. Empathy really leads to trust, right? Like if yeah. you have good empathy with your workforce, then th- that trust develops naturally. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, actually, it's a bit hard because when normally in the in the organization, when people come up in uh, in the bigger roles, they will they have been treated in some way. And normally they they will uh, tell me that when their boss when their boss did to them they their boss didn't teach anything they just like throw them a job and assignment and they make it happen mm. so they think that their people should do like this <laughs> uh, no, in, in no. America we call trial by fire yeah 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 S- some something like that and in I think in this world it's a bit hard because. Uh, as you know that everything is changed. The other thing is when the goals is not clearly, people hard to to find what did the boss expected them to do. Mm. So um, about the goal is the other things and about the leadership style, we didn't match at all with their people is the other things. Mm. So it's quite a bit hard for, for both of leader and, 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 and staff to achieve the same goals the way you describe it especially with the you know their boss did this so they do the same thing that sounds a lot like maybe there's a breakdown in company culture at some of these these organizations what role does culture actually play in developing 
you know, a good leadership style or creating a strong culture of empathy that, that builds that trust? Is, is culture a, a barrier or an implementer there? Yeah, um, in some organization, when um, I I went to to teach them about the model, the new model, leadership model, something like this, uh, when they after finished the class, they said that oh, the model is very good, but it's hard in our company to do that because our big boss normally they they don't want anyone to 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 tell them or like uh, propose or. Uh, have any idea other than them because they normally direct what they want to do and all their one down need to do exactly as they want mm. Mm. so i asked i asked him um why if you cannot manage your boss why cannot you manage your uh, employee because anywhere in your teams you can do something different from the the culture that organization have right now so he said that um, I will try, but anyway, if I um, try to coach them in different way, but I need to do exactly what the the boss want us to do as well. So I think it's a bit hard, but it's not too hard because if the leader, um, when they understand the model and they try to apply with that team first, I think um, if we cannot change in, I mean, in this generation, but when like the time pass and if the boss come to learn the model and they think that oh it's it's gonna work it's interesting and quite like a top down top down that they lead as a role model first it will really help to change organization culture as well Hmm. polly you said something really interesting there that despite the fact that they're taking the training that they still have to do what their boss says so I'm curious, and that makes me ask the question, if their boss is paying for the training, why would they not want to implement it? Why do they still have to listen to the boss? Have they not bought into the process? That's what is interesting questions because in some organization, uh, their boss really interested in the course and they lead themselves and took the course and be a role model. And we can see the change in the organization that uh, people start to do something different because it's a signal from the boss that this is the very this is very important and I I I do so you should do because I I do. But in the other organization, in some organization, um, the boss kind of I I didn't I didn't generalization. I mean some organization, the boss they kind of point out to others that. You need to change, you need to change. But they didn't realize that they also want to change as well. So they just send their people to learn and mm. they expect them to change. But in the other way, they didn't change themselves or even apply the good course or the, the good model that they send their people to do. Mm. So that's why it's, it doesn't happen. And you know, when and when I, uh, I went to teach in organization, normally if the course is very good, um, the employee will tell me that, Ajahn, Ajahn, why don't you ask my boss to learn to learn this course as well? Uh, <laughs> not normally, they, they will ask me like that. Mm. Mm. And what do you say when they ask you that? I said, um, yes, it's good because right now I'm, I'm talking to HR as well that uh, it should like apply from the top, mm. top to, the, to, to the bottom <laughs> <laughs> like this. Uh, some some they are they are 
they they don't do it they don't do it so if i i know that they don't do it i will like give give the line manager inspiration kind of even you, you cannot change others but you can change yourself start with you because you are so lead the team mm. and you will be able to be the role model of your team by yourself start from you it just takes one right yeah, that's really interesting polly and i think about we when we look at a, a whole organization each department or each vertical has unique challenges generally from business perspective or technical but in your experience have you seen any commonalities that leaders face across all those departments and you know how is that leadership sort of transferable between them mm. um i think the things that i i always seen is that when the organization they have the big goals and the other department they didn't align align the goals together to achieve the big goals it seems like they have their own goals and they need to make it happen and achieve it without to like do um, the collaborate working together and the other thing is apart from they work like kind of the silo they didn't in in their teams they always sometimes the leader didn't get the clear goals so when they want to like assign the goal to their their the team they didn't know how to to tell their team about the goal clearly the specific goal normally when we do workshop and we ask i ask them to uh, to write their own goals i found out that sometimes their goal is very broad and way no um any no measurement no mesh clear measurement to to measure them at the end of the year so i asked i asked um that line managers and how's about how how can you tell your team from this goal they said normally we can do like a business as usual so we didn't talk much about the goal but anyway it they can make it happen so i can see that um if each team if each department they didn't align their goals together to see that their team goes align with the company goals or not it's a bit hard for them to achieve it D- does that come down to a breakdown in communication like shouldn't the ceo be the one looking at those bigger puzzle pieces and putting them in place so this goal this goal this goal and it, it maybe it doesn't necessarily need to be decided or understood by the the line manager, but they should understand where it fits, right? Yes, yes. They they should know that what the other teams are trying to do mm. and how can they support them. And th- in this mission and vision, they need to also uh, inform their teams to understand because normally in like um this disruptive world, we need to like work across function and mm. know each other because everything is um going very fast. So if we didn't work together and kind of the, do the silo work, uh, it won't happen. Polly, given that there are these commonalities that we talked about in each of the departments. It, it's kind of what makes that leadership skill transferable, right? A leader can go anywhere, essentially, and, and adapt. or should be able to go anywhere and adapt and do their job. There are also these unique challenges that, that we talked about. Each department, each vertical, each business unit is going to have their own unique challenges that a leader needs to face, depending on the situation. 
how do you come up with a, a framework that's flexible enough to be used no matter where a leader ends up in the organization? Mm. Uh, I think even each department has different obstacles or challenges, but the same thing is that um, the leaders, they need to try to develop their people to to their highest level of performance mm. on the specific goal or task. No matter where they're placed in the organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, firstly, I think that um, you you are as the line manager, you need to have a clearly goals and specific goal to your people. Because if you start from, from the right goal and the specific goals, so you, you will know that how can you develop that p- your people in the correct in the correct way because you know that um, I think in the in the in the organization right now we have a new generation like Gen Z Gen Y uh, which they, they didn't want to work in organization anymore mm. but right now if they we if we want to retain them in the organization um, from the research, they said that they want us, they want their line manager to t- treat them differently and treat them like a friends, not like a senior people, but kind of like a friends to friends that they can share, they can propose, they can open the conversation with the, the boss. And also, they want uh, the line manager to give them the feedback to improve and develop them to be a better person in the organization and they want to know what they want to do clearly so the specific goal is very important is the first start because if you see people if you still treat people the same way everyone it doesn't work anymore so leader try leader needs needs to know that the new skill that they need to learn and practice and apply in their daily life is how to apply and treat their employee differently. So why I, I tell you that start with the, the specific goal because each, each employee, when you are a leader, you give them the specific goal to achieve. Mm. And from that goal, as a leader, you need to diagnose for competence and commitment of your people that on this specific goal, what level, what level of your employee in terms of competence and commitment, if you know that this job that you assign to your people, they just like the new to tasks, new to goals. So you will know right away that this employee, this staff, need your direction to guide them. What they need to do, what resources that they can go to ask for help, uh, what, what is their role, their authority to complete the job, mm. something like that, that as like leader, you, kno- you need to know. And after that, after they work for a while, um, their competi- competence is low to some, and maybe they have low com- commitment because 
the job that they work have some problems and they don't know how to do it. So the line leader, line manager needs to um, observe and notice that and explore the concern and encourage them to do by explains about why they need to do this in the first place and kind of like motivate them, share them, and also when they like have um have a uh, inspiration and want to go back to do again so line manager need to redirect and reteach them again so when um, they can like uh, face the challenges and they start to know how to solve the problem by themselves because they like have many 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 problems and you are you you teach them how to solve it they will come to the stage that their competence is moderate to high and but because they just like start to solve problem by themselves they might s s still have self-doubt that if they are they are the person who has um, the full competence on this job or not so you need to know that you need to ask them to think by themselves but not direct or not tell them anymore because the leaders there to encourage but not not direct tell, not yeah. direct yeah because you need to observe that right now your staff they they know they mm. already know what they need to do they can solve the problem themselves but they, they just like have self-doubt a little push yeah a little push them by gentle yeah gentle by asking the right question mm. to 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 let them to think by themselves and speak out with themselves about how to solve the problem so when they hear their voice uh, mm. they, they speak by themselves about the the, the solutions mm. they will start realize that oh i can do it Mm. And after that, they're gonna turn to the stage four, which is um, high competence. That confidence that they develop at that stage three really helps them right. bridge that gap to f expert level, right? Right, mm. right. And Dina, you you know that in each stage that I just told you, like line manager needs to be there to observe their people, mm. and you know that uh, some people when they good, I mean when they have the high competence with this goal. But maybe the next goal, they're gonna turn to be the the first level, which is um like the new task. They're gonna turn like turn back to be the low competence as well. Mm. So it doesn't mean that when you achieve a task or a job or a goals, you will you will like be a good performance in everything. So this is the other thing that line manager needs to know as well. I want to jump back real quick, Polly, if I can, because you started out this, this little, uh, this answer talking about Gen Y, Gen Z. Yeah. And I know that's a hot topic, especially here in Thailand, with the labor force really shifting towards a younger labor force. Right. Uh, how much of it is the responsibility actually of the leader to adjust to the or the organization to adjust to these incoming employees? versus the, these Gen Y, Gen Z's sort of responsibility to adjust to the place they want to be employed at. You know, how, what, what's, the, what's the ratio there of, of responsibility on adjustment and culture? I think, I think it's, I think when, when, you, when you wear the hat, the hat like a line managers, mm. your staff is, you, you, need to, you need to have a mindset to treat your staff your staff like your child mm. 
your your son your daughter something like that so if you start with this mindset i think i we, we didn't need to talk about the ratio who should responsibility to mm. their to their to their to to to, to the gen the gen the new gen that come into the company but i totally understand that when when we are the line managers i think line manager right right now um the age might probably be around um 30 something to 40 up or maybe 50 or 60 mm. so when we meet with the uh, different uh, different generations it's a bit hard for us to apply because we totally different even me mm. like a gen x when i just met gen y Firstly, I totally like completely lost because mm. I don't know how to apply or adjust my style with them. So I think the starting with mindset, m- the right mindset to empathize them, empathize their worlds, and understand what do they need. As I told you that they just want uh, someone who respect them and tell them directly what they need to do and when they do wrong. Give them the feedback directly and frankly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So they will know how how to improve or how to develop develop themselves. This is the the first thing that we we need to do it. But if the as I come back to the mindset that if we treat them and look at them like um, our family, so when we see them do it wrong, we will we will know that. Okay, people sometimes they do something wrong, mm. but we give them the opportunity to 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 correct themselves and improve, improve themselves. Get better. Yeah, get better. And the things that um, line manager didn't need to forget don't don't need to forget is when do you see your people, even um, Gen even Gen X. I I think n- any Gens. You need to when you you need to like correct them or try to give them the feedback. You need to see them on a specific goal or task that you give to them. Mm. That that was that would be the key that it will help you to manage people. Yeah, I think uh, that goes back to the whole concept we've been talking about on this show for a while is uh, learning agility as well, being able to adjust your style. To who you're working with? Yeah, right, right. You need to like matching your leadership style to your staff on um, which development level that they are on the specific goals or tasks that you give them. Mm. Because in um, from the situational leadership to small level that I I I teach, I found that um, this thing is um, change and shift. Shift my shift my mindset because normally I always when I see the people, it's kind of I label them, label them right. If uh, Mr. A, he achieved something before, I will label them that he's a good performance in everything. Mm. But actually, it's not. When we change, uh, when we change him, uh, give him a different job, he didn't he 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 didn't uh, perform. Uh, Like he he has been in the, the the past job, so from from this thing that situational leadership two models told me, is told me that, uh, if you are line manager, you should um, observe people and 
and when you look at their performance, please look at performance um, toward the goal, the specific mm. goal that you give it to them. And when you want to improve or develop them, so start with uh, the specific goal that you give to them, so you know how to how to help them. How to help them get better. Yeah, get better mm. at the moment they need. Great. Polly, this has been a fascinating conversation. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank I, you. I, I want to jump back real quick to the Gen Y, Gen Z question. And I don't want to hop on Gen Y, Gen Z. I just There are so many questions around organizations in that generation. One of them has been retention. One of the things we see in the news over and over again is high turnover rate for younger workers. They're more willing to leave a job. They're, they're looking for certain things. Is this type of leadership model, and like you talked about, the, certain ways they want to be treated, certain ways they want to be approached. Does, in your experience, and I know you've worked with a lot of organizations, has this approach to younger people in the workforce improved Gen Y, Gen Z retention in mm. the organization? Mm. I think, I, think um, I cannot tell you right away um, exactly that, yes, it can help, but I think that it can help improve improve and and kind of build the motivation for them to work longer because as you know that right now gen c gen y they also like to go out to like have their own business mm. and maybe um it's the trend or or maybe because s- apart because of the line manager that they don't know how to treat them exactly what they want. So I just I, I can I just can tell you that this model will like help build their motivation and improve. Maybe um can like get they stay in the company longer. Because because when as I told you that when the line manager know exactly what the specific goal that they give to that employee and they uh, always consistently observe when the employee have to improve on their performance until they develop themselves into the high competence of that job and if that line manager know exactly that oh my my talent or my employee right now they achieve this job and if we still let them to do the same job mm. maybe they get bored but if you are a line manager and you observe that your staff already like completed that task and be be the uh, kind of the highest performance in the team already, you should know right away that it's time for you to give them the new assignment or maybe rotate them to do like the the more like um, competitive tasks or challenge something job. more challenging yeah, yeah more challenge for them so they're gonna like go to start to um, development level one, low competence again. If they want challenge, mm. they will happy and want to learn more about the new area. Yeah. yeah, push themselves. So so it's important for the, the, the line, line manager that they cannot do do like the same the same way that they help they have been led the team before. Mm. So it's mean that they need to be partnering with their staff I mean partnering, like talk to them, give them the feedback, and when they do 
work with them. Yeah, work with them. Know exactly what they need, they want at the right time, and mm. matching your leadership style with their employee at that moment they need. Feed them the feed them what they need. Yeah, feed them what they need at the right time. Right time. Nice. That is the most important things. Yeah. Polly, thank you again so much. I appreciate your time. I'm looking forward to have you back in the studio in the future. Yeah, thank you very much. I hope um, this this conversation will help um, everyone who's here, uh, who listen to this podcast. I'm pretty sure it will. Thank you. You've been listening to the Lead by Design podcast, brought to you by SEAC's Contextualized Solutions. To find out more and to get exclusive supplemental content for this episode, check us out at seasiacenter.com slash cs.